Hello everyone, this is Connor and Jake, and welcome back to another episode of Random Talks About Books and Movies. Today's episode is called Everett vs. Odysseus, where we compare who is evolved more throughout their spectacular hero's journey. Well, Odysseus did complete his hero's journey. He didn't develop into a different person along the way. Everett not only completed his hero's journey, but he also gained new friendships and habits along the way. Today's episode is sponsored by Coca-Cola, the pause that refreshes. Both Everett and Odysseus had a hero's journey that had the same boon, which was to get their families back. On Odysseus's hero's journey, he was unfaithful to Penelope as she patiently waited for him to return. Penelope really wanted to stay loyal to Odysseus as she said, I have no strength left in, to evade marriage after she kept constantly weaving and literally had just no strength because the suitors were so reluctant in marrying her. But she really did test Odysseus in many ways when he got home, and one of which is moving the bed in their farm home to see if he noticed, looking for the scar on Odysseus' foot when she was washing him, or when he was the beggar. And But, you know, now Everett, compared to Odysseus, was loyal the whole time. You know, like Penelope almost, they almost switched sides. If you really think about it, they really did flip-flop. Everett stay loyal to see his daughters and wife again. And, you know, Everett, Everett, on the other hand, like, Everett's wife kind of, they both flip-flopped really, because if you think about it, she went on to try to marry another, like, wealthy politician. And she even went as far to tell her kids that Everett got hit by a train and killed and telling them that they went to jail for, you know, instead of telling him that he went to jail for forging his, like, documents. Everett also grew more as a character in his faith. In the beginning, Everett never believed in gods and thought people were stupid for believing in that. He even made fun of friends and fellow prison escapees, Pete and Delmar. Even in one of his of the scenes, Everett laughed and said, Baptism, you two are dumber than a bag of hammers. When they went into the water to receive their baptism, when they came out, they felt totally different, cleared of their sins. They wanted to start a new life away from crime. Everett thought he was totally incorrect because he believed that they were the same people as he had known 10 minutes earlier. Although Everett did not find his way to faith, when he was about to get hung because it came to him that what he needed to do was pray. Ever got down on his knees to pray for forgiveness and thought and a chance to his daughters, a chance to see his daughters again. At, the, at that instant, the valley flooded and swept away everyone. It swept away the corrupt sheriff, which we like see as the devil, you know, demon, and all over all the other workers, corrupt policemen that were working with the sheriff. This is this too to us is seen as Everett's baptism, where all the bad has been swept away from him, and he could live in a faith-filled future, just like his friends Pete and Damar done earlier. Well, Everett 
tries to deny this at first. Pete, Delmar, and Tommy rose to, rise to the surface. That floats towards a home with a cow on the roof. Fulfills the prophecy that the blind man had given them earlier. At that point, it is impossible forever to deny what he had seen and he now knows without saying anything that he now has faith in some sort of supernatural being. And I mean, like, Connor, if you really think about it, like, Odysseus, on the other hand, like, always believed in gods, you know what I mean? He always was, like, favoring, offering as much as possible to gods. I mean, how the theme of our thing is, you know, revolving back to you know, who's developed more as a character in it. Like, at the beginning, when, you know, they escaped at first, they just, like, were thinking that blind man was crazy, what he was saying. And, I mean, throughout Everett's journey, it was almost like faith was almost part of it because, like, you know, Delmar and Pete just baptized, and they were, like, you know, trying to fulfill, and they were really just trying to be, you know, live a better life and really develop from what the crime has brought him. And Everett just... You know, was reluctant the whole time. He didn't want to go. He didn't want to do it. I mean, if you really think about it, like, during the whole thing, he, he really did just develop and just and really change his ways through not only faith, but, I mean, as we've talked about other things, I mean, you know, moving away from crime and wanting to see his daughters again. And, you know, even though he lied, it's just it's just crazy that, like, even even though, you know, he lied about all all of his things or whatever, but you know, I mean, what do you think? I mean, yeah, Jake. Uh, he he would do like almost anything for the gods, like unlike where Everett really never believed in the gods. He would just call everyone dumb like hammers, and just would never want to be part of the gods, unlike mm-hmm. Odysseus. I mean, if you really think about it, throughout Everett's journey, he made so many friendships that he never had before, but but it wasn't that easy, because, like, in the beginning, Everett thought that he was the leader of the group, and which, you know, that Everett was, like, hubristic, like, like Odysseus, but in one of the scenes in the beginning of the movie, you've had a little bit like an argument, like, Pete said, who, who would be elected as leader of this outfit, you know? Everett responded saying, well, Pete, like, I thought I was the leader, and should be the one with the capacity, and for, you know, abstract thought, but if that doesn't seem, you know, to be the case, how we put it to a vote. Yeah, just like that part, that quote, Everett really just showed how he was, like, thought he was leader right off the bat and just assumed that he was in charge of the group. Just like what Odysseus would do in the Odyssey, he would just assume that he was leader because he was just a smarter one and the one that would talk more. Yeah, I mean, if you really think about it, just trying to be the um, the leader and the, the thing the whole time isn't really going to make a healthy, long-lasting relationship. And going back to the whole thing, I mean, if you really think about it, like, not even thinking about, like, the relationship with Penny and everything, but, like, with Pete and Delmar, eventually, you know, they uh, they stuck with him even though, you know, they were trying to have good friendships. I mean, all I ever wanted was some help to just stop his wife from remarrying someone else. And when he finally ex- explained that there was no treasure, Pete and Delmar just went with him and 
thought it was a good idea to be friends with him. I mean, they just cared for him, and they both all cared for each other. I, I mean, like, if you really think about it, it is crazy that after, you know, Pete and Delmar found out there wasn't really a treasure, and, you know, they were kind of lying, and, you know, he was lying to him, and especially because, you know, one of them had a sentence that only had, like, two weeks left, and he would have been out, and now he's not going to get out till he's, like, 80 if he got caught again. I mean, it's crazy that they were still willing to, like, stick stick with Everett and just, you know, not even, like, because Everett kind of evolved away from the, the stage where he just wanted to be there. He wanted to include everyone. And when they saw Tommy during that fight uh, with the KKK or whatever, and they went down and saved him, I mean, that really shows how, like, over Odysseus, he really does care about everyone else, and he has way bigger of a heart. Yeah, Odysseus would not care for his crewmates. He would just let them die, just left and right. You know, he he only cared about himself, making sure he would get home safely, where he did not care what his crewmates and how they would end up being, like they would get eaten alive. You know, and like like you were saying, you know, he didn't really care about his team or his, uh, his crewmen and stuff. And, I mean, even his wife it seemed like he didn't care about because, like, she was being loyal the whole time, but he just kept, like, doing other things. And then he was, like, super mad, like, when he got home because he's, like, you know, saying stuff like, you yellow dogs, you thought I'd never make it home to the land of Troy, you took my house to plunder, twisted my maids to serve your beds, you dare bid for my wife while I was still alive, contempt for what men say hereafter, your last hour has come, you die in blood. Like, I get he was really mad he went to kill them all, but, like, at the same time, he almost, like, took advantage of everyone himself and just, like, wasn't being as, you know, caring to others as... Not that saying the suitor's good, but just wasn't caring for others as much as, um, you know, much as Everett was. And, I mean, you know, Everett, they all stick together. And, like, it didn't end as well for Odysseus as it did for, like, Everett, Delmar, Pete, Tommy, all them. Where, you know, they they got up on stage and started singing their song. And, you know, it's so cool that the governor pardoned them and, you know, freedom of their things. Because they were trying to make a different life. And they really did evolve as a character. And, I mean, what do you think? Yeah, I do agree with you right there. He uh, did was trying. He was doing his best to. They were doing their best as they were like trying to turn their lives around, just to uh, get back to their families. I think as we wrap up this podcast, we uh, we have an advertisement by Wheaties, the breakfast of champions, and I think Wonder Bread also wanted to you know say that Wonder Bread helps build strong bodies in eight ways. Nice. In conclusion, uh, we uh say that Everett developed throughout more of his uh, hero's journey as he obtained better habits and relationships with his peers. Like, he developed a better relationship with everyone. He showed that he wanted to be different other than Odysseus, who really didn't care what he was and didn't care what other people thought of him. I mean, people thought of him as, like, the person that was the smartest, but he was also the one that was always very like didn't care for others yeah i mean i don't think i could agree more with what you said and i really do think everett evolved more as a character so i mean as i think we're saying this i think we're wrapping up our podcast and we just like to uh thanks you know thanks to everyone for listening and uh sticking with us through this podcast so thanks yep